The Chet Topic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopik, Jeff Pinkus. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Uh, Mayor 2016 will tell you it's a tragedy. I will tell you, of course, it is uh, a boon to uh, Western civilization. Welcome once again to uh, Uncensored and In Your Face and brought to you by our great friend, John Coyne, the pride and joy of American Taxi Use Suburban Riders, whether it's Winnetka, Kenilworth, Barrington, Glen Ellen, Arlington Heights. When you need that taxi and you want first-class service, you want courtesy, the name of the game is American Taxi. All right, uh, I'm joined by my good friend, uh, Big Pink. Jeff Pink is 295 pounds. No, 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 no. Twisted steel and Get sex right, appeal. 302.4. I've lost five pounds. You're seven, You're looking beautiful. 17 pounds. Seven, 17 pounds. Right. Now, how are you doing it, pal? Well, it's just very simple. I've uh, tried something really dramatic and really original. Not eating. I don't I don't eat. You know we're going to be, doing that, you know we're gonna be doing that pinker yoga video. You know that, don't you? Yeah. You think I was playing playing with you a couple weeks ago. We really are. I got a gal from the the man show on Sunday in WIND, which, by the way, you're coming on Sunday at 5 o'clock, where we're going to roll out Hot Chicks on Facebook. Yeah, we are. And she's writing a script, and we're going to (laughs) star. You know, I I really don't know where to begin with the uh, show today. We could talk about uh, uh, the the pontiff uh, whipping himself, or we could talk about, I think we should talk about How to Get Rich in Hollywood by Chet Coppock. I think that's a you I think you went over the word John Paul whipped himself. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I mean, well, first whipped of all, himself. first of all, when I hear John Paul Whipping whipped himself, himself and you have an imagination as as guttural as mine. Isn't there a, the first we, thing I'm thinking is mm-hmm. did the pontiff mm-hmm. did the pontiff have a dominatrix? Um he probably did. <laughs> he probably did. I, mean, I, I don't know I, from this. I, I hate okay. I hate to see the pontiff holding the chalice in one hand. And with the other hand yelling, beat me, beat me. <laughs> and I know. Don't, don't you kind of get weirded out if you think to yourself that the pontiff was big on pouring hot wax? I think Michael Jackson <laughs> was beaten to pontiff probably. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He's, he's a big, good Catholic boy. You know, leave Michael Jackson alone. I don't, I don't like Michael he's Jackson. Deader than a doornail, but he's selling like crazy. Okay, so you want to talk about the, your big check? Well, this is how you get rich in Hollywood. Tell me. Coppock gets involved in a movie called uh, The Express a few years back with uh, Dennis Quaid and... Uh, Another kid, Rob Brown. Film did marginally well. It's okay. done very, very well on cable, fairly well on DVD, the blockbusters of the world. Anyway, I had I had a cameo that if you uh, if you burped, you missed. And I was also the so-called football consultant for uh, That's for a the good Express. Gig, football consultant. Uh, Pinker, I think right now, rather than wasting our time doing a podcast, we should be down in Nassau playing twenty-five dollar jack and checking out chicks in uh, thong bikinis because I just got my. Residual check. My huh. most recent residual check. It's major. You didn't even cash it. It's so big. No, it's uh, it's, frame it. it's so enormous that uh, that frankly, I I think I can I think I can really really bring health and legitimacy to the crummy public schools under the direction of Mayor 2016. Mm-hmm. My residual check for my work for this particular window of time is a whopping thirty three dollars and seven cents net. Give me the gross. Net. Net, net. Well, hey, the gross was fifty-two thirty-two. How about that? So, uh, you, hang on. Let me see. So you've made 
Yeah, but what you don't mention, you see, you're playing. What you don't mention is that how you you made some trumping the uh, the consultant, the football consultant. Now that was a good gig. Well, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a sweet gig all the way around. And what was you know what was cool about it was you get done with a gig like that, and you know being broadcasters and you get involved with Hollywood, you think to yourself, you know, once you get done with a the job, they're they're never going to pay. There is not a chance in hell that you're going to see a check for at least five years. I got paid in a week. Why would you think you won't, you don't, wouldn't get paid? Well, because you figure it's all red tape and it's Hollywood moguls and you're the last guy on the list mm-hmm. and they're worried about Dennis Quaid's hairstylist and they're worried about Rob Brown's agent and is the makeup artist happy? So you're thinking to yourself, you're, you're never going to see dough. And I, I almost fell over. I almost, you know, busted a gut when, when my check for a rather sizable amount mm-hmm. arrived just a week after I had done my, actually through two days of work. Okay. No, that's great, Chad. Anything else you want to talk about yourself? Anything else? You know, you lost weight. You're looking great. You, may, you know, you're, you're. Banker, big... you know what? You're really angering me right now. You're what? really, you're really pestering me. I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting here minding my own business. I, I'm about asking blinces. you now. I'm asking you now to join me. Yes. To join me as we talk about uh, no, something I think that is really vital and we should really be concerned about. The Toyota crisis. We're, no, no. We're, we should be doing this show in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know why? I have zero well, idea. Well, that's where Tiger has gone to uh, rehab himself oh. for sexual addiction. <laughs> and the reason I want to go... In Mississippi? I, in Mississippi. <laughs> Tiger Woods is in Mississippi. You can always tell a person from Mississippi. You just can't tell them very much. <laughs> now, now here is why. Here is why I'd like to be in Hattiesburg. Wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall? I want to see if this is run like AA. I want to see if if they have the nice little circle of all these people sitting around, mm-hmm. all looking tense and all looking, you know, uptight and distraught. And they they look at Tiger and he stands up and says, just like they do in AA, I'm Tiger and I'm a sexual addict. And then it turned to all the people in the circle, to all the people in the circle go, hi, Tiger. <laughs> No, you know what they do with those rehab things? They they sneak in alcohol in those rehab deals. So he's probably you think he's sneak, sneaking into hookers? I got a Facebook at him from some babe when I posted when I posted that line about wanting to see if Tiger in uh, uh, in his rehab in Hattiesburg has to stand up and say, uh, well maybe he could qualify by saying, uh, I'm Tiger Woods. I have a fairly good uh, short game and a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good putter. Uh, but I'm also, but I also have a little tiger that needs perpetual action. I can't pitch. <laughs> Hi, little tiger. <laughs> he's a real, he's really in rehab. Yeah, I understand he really is. For what? Just it's all PR. It's all PR. I we know. That. I, I, I would like to believe it's PR. I think it's uh, I think it's Tiger's own little uh, uh, silly game plan to kind of you know heal wounds with his wife so sure. that comes time in Mississippi in, in Mississippi they can't even speak English. They don't even brush their teeth in Mississippi. Hey, they listen, don't even have teeth. Listen. I mean, come on, Mississippi. How, how many pockets in this city is English right now a fourth language? Mississippi, <laughs> which by the way is something that really bothers me. I have all the respect in the world for Hispanic people. Who? Hispanic people. Oh, Hispanic. I never heard it. I, I thought it was Hispanic. Oh, you are such a dildo. You call you. No, <laughs> you are I'm not talking such, a tiger. You are such a dildo, I can't believe Hispanic. it. Hispanic. Hispanic. Right, Hispanic. Is, 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 yeah, Hispanic. Latinos, yeah. whatever you want to call okay. 
I get ticked off when I go into a Walgreens or I go into a 7-Eleven, and there's Everyone there's does. grandma, mm-hmm. and there's the mom, mm-hmm. and there's the daughter, and there's the, the the little tots. I got it. And they're all speaking Spanish. Well, I wanna I wanna pistol whip them all and say. This is America. Speak English because you are not giving these poor little tots a chance to enjoy the so-called this. American dream, which, by the way, at this point in time, the American dream is so far out the window, mm-hmm. it may as well be in Wyoming. This is Hispanic tots. Now, you know what really gets me, speaking of pet peeves like that, it's like if you've ever been in retail... And, and, and not just Hispanic, it could be Polish. Here we go. Here comes a story about what no, no, no. churnings. No, 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 no. Where people are having a... Uh, six bennies. <laughs> no, when people are having a conversation to you, let's just say there's three or four people speaking a foreign language, not just Hispanic, anything, Polish, German, and they're talking amongst themselves, Pakistani, and you're talking to them, and they're translating, I'm calling you a fucking imbecile. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're all, <laughs> like in the Seinfeld thing when they were speaking Korean when Elaine was getting the manicure. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay, remember it's when like, George Costanza like, wouldn't take off like, his shoes? I mean, you know, Frank Costanza. Um, when you're in downtown Chicago, just once I'd like to get into a taxi in downtown Chicago with a guy who speaks Hispanic, who isn't talking on his cell phone in a third world language, who I'm not, who, who kind of leads me to believe that he might be a terrorist. See, that's the great thing about American taxi. Well, tell me about it because the the drivers for American they taxi are, they are clean cut, no. they are very personable, and they talk to you like human beings, really. And they don't get excited, and they don't get pissed. They're good people. All kidding aside. Well, Pinker, and they also they have do a, this. a cut above the the regular taxi cab service. They're like limo way, drivers, way way above. That's way why above. you know I I encourage people when you're going to uh, O'Hare or Midway from the suburbs, don't take a limo. Utilize American Taxi True. because you're going to get I do. the bona fide luggage assistance. You ride American Taxi all the time. All the time, sure. I take my wife to uh, to the airport like once a month so she can go to uh, to Mississippi. You know, she's from the <laughs> south. <laughs> Via North Carolina. <laughs> what would you do if I called you up at 4 o'clock today and said, I just booked two tickets. We're flying to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I'm there. <laughs> I've been in Mississippi several times. I was in an industry that had a uh, furniture show in, in Tupelo, Mississippi. And let me tell you, my friend. Well, Elvis Presley was born in Tupelo. I know uh, Tupelo. that. And, I, and let me tell you, my friend, on the way, and you don't fly there. You fly to Memphis and you drive. On the way from Memphis to Tupelo, you sh- your pants because there's all Confederate flags. And if you bust down, they're never going to see this little fat Jew again. I'll tell you that right now. It's, I'm, I'm not kidding you. I mean, it is it is gut wrenching. That hour and fifteen minute ride. It is a third world country, Tiger Woods. Hey, question. A little sports yeah. sports question. You're a big sports guy. And by the way, I'm kind of proud of you. I know you think I'm being sarcastic. I got a few Facebook messages in the past when we first started our oh, chat. He can't talk about anything else but sports. He's a one trick pony. You're doing very well. I mean, gosh, you're really a world of knowledge. Well, does it does it shock me that people would think that uh, I happen to think that Todd Strozier is the biggest buffoon in North America? Of course he isn't, but and and he's running he's running a, a, a distant first ahead of Mayor 2016, who who has gotten to a point in time where, honest to gosh, I think he has dementia. What about Andre Dawson going in? And I understand it's not his call. Maybe you can explain to me, because I don't know. The committee says it's, it's that they want him to go in as an expo. Can you explain that to me? Well, it's the Hall of Fame's call. It's not the call of the better. I never knew the, that. Um, See, I was going to say Better Boys Foundation. I, I, it, <laughs> I, wish, I wish the Hall of Fame was run by the Better Boys Foundation. Let's not it's, talk about child porn it's on, run the, by, on the podcast. It's run by the uh, committee at Cooperstown. They They make the call. And if you look at the body of work that Andre Dawson put together in Montreal in the outfield with Cromarty, Warren Cromarty, mm-hmm. and Alice Valentine, 
even though he had the MVP year with the Cubs, with a last-place ball club that was just one of the greatest bodies of work I've ever seen in a single season, he should go into the Hall of Fame as a Montreal expert. I was just curious to know your opinion. I, However, if I'm Andre Dawson, here's why I'm aggravated. He said he wants to go as, Here in, in as a Cub. Here is why I am really aggravated. The merchandising dough I could make going in as a Cub is 100 times bigger, hello, because the Montreal Expos no longer exist. They're now the Washington Nationals. That's a great point. Here, I'll bet he's pissed. I'd be pissed. And he's the only guy going in. So that's, that's a great point because, as you know, when you go in, well, that, that, there's a spike in merchandising. But, you know, before you get carried away and you want to, you know, you want to call up, uh, Pope John Paul and say, put the whip Stop down. Stop whipping yourself. And, John uh, Paul. let's, let's pass the collection plate for Andre Dawson. Mm-hmm. Let's put it this way. Now that Andre Dawson is a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. his price for doing card shows goes from maybe $7,000 for a three hour session, bumps to about fifteen to twenty, maybe $25,000 just by being in the Hall of Fame. Is that what those guys get? Yeah, and it used to be bigger. What would I understand that Bobby Hull is going to be down this weekend or something? Like he's a, a, a big time buy. What do you think he's he is? He's now? expensive. Now he is. Darn right he is. You better believe it. Hey, Bobby Hull is Bobby. How many how many personalities in Chicago are as enduring as Bobby? Hull? But that's because he came back with the Hawks. I have to tell you something. It was a little bit sad about three four years ago before the old man died. Wurtz died. Bobby Hull on a Friday night in that little rink in Winnetka. Over there, not far from where you grew up, there, there, off Hubbard Road. He's signing autographs and charging five and ten bucks for pictures. It was sad. I felt bad for him. The kids were playing. I can't believe that. He was signing pictures for ten bucks? I swear to God. You know what, Pinker? That had to be some kind of a deal for charity. Let me tell you why. Bobby Hull has always been a massive card show drawer. You know why? Because dads, guys like me, spend all their life telling kids how great Bobby Hull Bobby was. Bobby Hull was the greatest. He was. I mean, he was and the he most. He could throw a mean punch, too. You know, it's part of what. Hey. God bless the Renaissance with the Blackhawks in Chicago. God bless the Renaissance. It is so cool. It's intoxicating. But you want to know why guys like, you know, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, you know, will never quite get to the level of Bobby Hull? Bobby didn't wear a helmet or a mask. It was a different time. So you saw, neither did Glenn, neither you, did goalies. Neither did goalies. I mean, you, you wonder how Gump Worsley lived for heaven's sake. Glenn sense. Hall? Glenn Hall. Played 500 consecutive games between the pipes. Unbelievable. I mean, just in, incredible to me. But with Bobby, when you'd see him in old Chicago Stadium make one of his end-to-end rushes mm-hmm. with that, you know, that blonde hair, even mm-hmm. when he began to, to 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 recede dramatically, like you. Yeah, but I, it, you know, fortunately, Penker, as you know, uh, my diet consists of Botox and hair restoration. <laughs> That's how I've lost 17 pounds. It's the Copic diet: Botox, hair restoration, and cheap booze. <laughs> Look at that hair. It's, there's not a hair out of place. What do you? You must take an hour and a half. To yeah, you're sitting hair. here like a mob boss. We should be calling you, you know, Jeff Big Pizza Penker. But at least I got the hair. Was though. was was put today it. on, uh, you know, hair. three charges of pandering. <laughs> no. There's nothing wrong. Hey, speaking of pandering, I hope the audience is laughing because Levy is, you know, falling asleep. <laughs> All right, are we done? We have to do another one for on, We have to. Are we doing another one on Sunday? All right, quickly. Yeah, we're doing another one on Sunday. During which time we will go into dramatic detail on, on, about about the girls of Facebook. You want to talk about that before the show on Sunday? Yeah. Before my show on Sunday, yeah. you're going to be there. Yes, I'll be there. You're not going to forget. What are you paying? I, I forget. You know what? I'm worried. About I, is there? Is there going to be food? Yeah, sure, for you. Well, I, hey, I, I, I want a very, me, I want a very dietetic. Let menu. me ask you a question. Who's who's of all? You know, you're Mr. Big Shot, Steve Cochran, Ro Khan, uh, wherever, uh, uh, Fox News in the morning, all this stuff. Who's the only guy 
nobody, I know the answer to this, that when you came on the show, m- went out and made you a special cake for your book, Fat Guy Shouldn't Be Dancing at Halftime. Who? Who did that? Nobody did that. The Pinker made you a beautiful cake. And you know what I said to Chad? He's, he's great. I gotta tell you, I gotta share this with the audience. Pinker, this is unbelievable. I'm gonna read so This is unbelievable. I'm gonna hold this thing forever. I'm gonna like frame it. So two, three days later, I said, Hey, Chad, how's it? What'd you do with the cake? What do you think I'll do with the cake, idiot? I ate the goddamn thing. <laughs> I thought he was uh, going to hang on to it. The, thing, the thing, cake, the, the postcard, the cake. cake, the cake would have been fine if George Bliss hadn't sat on the cake. You know, the cake was nice. The cake was nice. It was a beautiful cake. All right. Once again, it has been uh, unscripted and in your face, and we want to thank our great friends at American Taxi, my good friend uh, John Coyne. They are the best. Hey, treat yourself. American Taxi is the name of the game. We are back on Sunday with a brand new podcast of undisputed truths. <laughs> What the hell do we call this show again? Unscripted in your face. <laughs> Unscripted and in your so face. Uh, so long, everybody. The program has been brought to you by Citizens for Tony Preckwinkle. <laughs>